Do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. This is David Shoemaker, and I'd like to welcome you to Living Thelema. Now, this month I'm going to do something a little bit different. Um, typically, of course, uh, each month I'd present a podcast, and then those podcasts were transformed into the chapters in the Living Thelema book, which has just been released. Um, this time I'm going to do the reverse. There's a, a piece of writing that I had done about um, initiation in Tetragrammaton, and that was included in the book, but has not yet been in podcast form. So I'm going to turn that process around a little bit, and uh, for the most part, read to you from from the chapter, um, making uh, other annotations as I see fit. Um, so let's begin. Any magical operation will likely fail unless the magician has harnessed the powers of the entire chain of creation, from the highest ineffable light down to the physical world itself. This is equally true of the process of initiation, where the candidate is in many senses the talisman of the working, and the forces in play must be mobilized in all four worlds in order to properly charge this talisman. Today I will be discussing the application of the formula of Tetragrammaton, the divine name yod Hey vav Hey, to the proper execution of magical ritual, and especially the process of initiation itself. In keeping with Crowley's theses in the preface to Magic and Theory and Practice, we may define initiation as the process of applying an appropriate force, the ritual itself, to an inert object, the candidate, to give it a specific magical trajectory, a stimulus to move toward higher consciousness generally, or toward some other intended magical goal. In one fundamental sense, initiation is defined by its results. Given a potent and unbroken chain of power through the four worlds, that is, the pronunciation, if you will, of the Tetragrammaton, these results will occur, for this chain is predicated on its harmony with the laws of nature. Yet, as stated above, this magical force must have a suitable vehicle for its manifestation. In terms of personal initiation, this vehicle is, of course, the candidate. How do we ensure that we are prepared for this influx of force? To answer this question, let us take as an example the ultimate magical initiation, that of the knowledge and conversation of the Holy Guardian Angel. In the Kabbalistic model, which forms the foundation of the system of the AA, the aspirant must fashion him or herself into a true grail, a balanced and sound vessel capable of giving form to and withstanding the intensity of the light of the HGA. This grail is forged from the balanced attainment of the elemental grades, corresponding to the four sephiroth below Tepherath. Crowned by the experience of the HGA at Tepherath, the microcosmic pentagram is complete. Paradoxically, upon attainment of the knowledge and conversation, the adept then takes up the task of aspiration unto the true and ultimate grail, the supernal cup of Babylon. Keep this idea of the grail in mind as you hear what follows. We often think of initiation in terms of formal ritual processes, yet further reflection reveals that, in fact, initiation occurs in many forms, day to day, through our life experiences themselves. I've constructed a model of the initiatory process based on the formula of Tetragrammaton. This formula includes both formal and informal initiatory stages, and I'll trace each stage as we go along here. Stage 1 corresponds to Yod of Tetragrammaton and Atsaluth in the model of the four worlds. 
Before any true initiation can occur, the link to the highest spiritual sources must be forged. In an absolute sense, of course, this link is always there. Every human exists as a manifestation of that spiritual seed. Yet, if we are to fully extend the influence of the highest into our initiatory work, we must consciously, as consciously as possible, link ourselves to absolutic power and bring it down through the other three worlds. Formally, this link is forged by the magicians designing and carrying out the ritual, that is, the ritual officers themselves. There should be some form of general invocation of the highest spiritual powers, or at least of the absolutic powers relevant to the ritual context. In this ritual context, this would consist of those portions of the ceremonial opening which call upon such forces. General invocations, such as the preliminary invocation of the Goetia, the bornless invocation, a middle pillar type exercise, or similar processes. Regardless of the specific procedures involved, the result is or should be the same. A link is forged to Atsaluth, the secret chiefs, the third order, whatever name you want to apply to that. The names are far less important than the powers they embody, of course. As alluded to above, the informal linkage to Atsaluth is the eternal presence of the star within each initiate, the Yehida of Kabbalah, the self of Jungian psychology, the holy guardian angel of Thelemic tradition. Uh, keep in mind that I'm not saying these names all represent exactly the same thing, and everyone has a different way of understanding it. Whether or not the initiate is conscious of this linkage, to Atsaluth, that is, it is a prerequisite to his, to his or her very life, and is therefore certainly essential to any given initiatory process. Stage 2 corresponds to the Hay of Tetragrammaton, the first Hay, and to the world of Bria in the Four Worlds model. Once the Atsaluthic link has been consciously forged, we move from the general to the specific. That is, we activate the specific powers and energies unique to the purpose of the working. In formal ritual, this includes specific elemental, planetary, and similar forces, invoked through any number of combinations of procedures such as pentagram and hexagram rituals, dramatic enactments, sigils, incenses, poetry, and the like. In essence, we have particularized the absoluthic power source to the briatic level of the candidate's psyche. Since briatic consciousness in any given individual is theoretically synonymous with the influence of the HGA, we are essentially enlisting the explicit aid of the candidate's HGA in the work at hand. Ritually, this is accomplished through the magical oath, among other processes, even if the candidate has no conscious linkage to their HGA, by aligning themselves with the contents of the oath, they bring their whole being into accord with the purpose of the initiatory ritual, under the auspices of their HGA. The Briatic world is the level of the universal will, Hia, reflected into and informed by the spiritual intuition of Neshama. It is this truest form of instruction, the Neshama, that descends into the candidate's consciousness in the form of the HGA. Anytime we allow this force to break through into our conscious action, aligning our personal will with the universal will, we are indeed initiating ourselves into a new path of service. This is the hay stage of life's informal initiations, the action and presence of the HGA in our every thought, word, and deed. Stage 3 corresponds to Vav of Tetragrammaton and the world of Yetzirah in the Four Worlds model. 
In order to comprehend consciously this spiritually informed intuition, we must learn to speak its language. And that language is the world of symbol and metaphor. The Vav stage of initiation involves the translation of this symbolic language into symbols comprehensible by the ordinary human intellect. The more the candidate works to develop an inner language of symbol, the easier it will be to benefit from the influx of these energies during and after initiation. This is not to say that initiations must be understood intellectually to be effective. The seeds planted unconsciously through initiatory processes take root regardless of our apprehension of them. Yet, the more we can consciously integrate what we are taught by the Neshama, the more we can live our lives in accordance with that truest will. When Abramelin describes the angel riding in dew upon a silver plate, that is, Yesod or Yetzirah, we may understand this to mean the reflective, receptive capacity of our own subconscious mind. Initially, in the pre-adept stages, these communications may come in the form of dreams, intuitive flashes, creative works, and the more subtle beginnings of chakra activation. As the aspirant approaches adepthood, his or her ability to decode these communications from the HGA becomes progressively stronger. When these perceptive abilities are just strong enough, the door to full conscious communion with the HGA opens, though the new adept might spend the rest of his or her life strengthening the relationship. All of the above comments apply to the informal life initiations under discussion here. In terms of formal initiation ritual, the Vav stage involves explicit use of visible symbols, movements, light changes, sounds, speeches, poetry, music, and any number of other means to activate and make receptive the candidate's unconscious mind and impress the object of the working upon it. If you have any experience of formal initiatory work, you will immediately recall the symbols used particular ceremony. Upon further reflection, you will likely observe that the specific symbols used did indeed embody the translation of the object of the working into the language of the unconscious. Beyond any actual physical symbols used, a trained initiation team may be able to use their own powers of visualization and inner symbol making to channel actual yetzeratic force in service of the initiatory goal. That is, the collective mind of the initiation team creates a psychic environment optimized for the candidate's apprehension of the goals of the operation. The thicker this psychic atmosphere, the more likely it is to truly change, charge, and impact the talisman of the working, the candidate, assuming the foregoing procedures have made him or her suitably receptive. Stage 4 corresponds to the final hay of Tetragrammaton and to the world of Asiya in the Four Worlds model. The crystallization of all the above stages in the world of Asiya is simultaneously the most concrete, yet also the most subtle stage of the whole process. Essentially, this is the stage where we lock all the foregoing changes into the physical vehicle and externalize our inner experience into daily life. Thought precedes word, and word precedes deed. If Atsaluth and Bria represent the thought, and Yetzirah represents the symbolic word issuing forth from that thought, then Asiya is the inevitable deed that results from this process. Exactly how this deed will be enacted is left to the subtle art of the magician. Who can say how a given individual will apply her newfound creative genius to the external world, or how a candidate in a specific initiation will actualize the teachings found within? These are the fruits of life's informal initiations.
informal ritual. This Hasiatic stage is enacted through various means, including physical stimulation of chakras, administration of Eucharist, application of robes or regalia to the candidate, and so on. Effectively trained initiators are able to use the force of their own visualizations and other inner work to assist in this locking in of the effects in the physical body of the candidate. After all, the effective consecration of a talisman explicitly requires the magician to have the ability to bring this power down to the Asiatic level. And in this present example, the candidate is that talisman. And now I'd like to take you through a guided imagery exercise to illustrate some of the principles we've been talking about here. This exercise is designed to have a priming effect on the psyche, much like fertilizing soil for seeds to be planted. Conscientious use of this exercise may help you build the necessary bridges across the four worlds in order to actualize a specific personal or magical goal. It utilizes imagery and energies that may allow you to activate consciously those aspects of the psyche and beyond that correspond to the Tetragrammaton. You will note some similarity with the traditional middle pillar exercise. The present exercise could certainly be augmented and intensified by vibrating the appropriate divine names at each of these centers, as you would in the middle pillar exercise. If you include these vibrations, it is strongly recommended that you conclude with one of the circulations described by Rigardi and others. Um, for example, one such circulation involves seeing the energy moving down the front of the aura on the exhalation of breath and up the back of the aura on the inhalation. Um, as with other exercises like this that I've presented, you might want to record yourself describing these steps out loud uh, for later use uh, to essentially become a self-guided imagery exercise. Uh, that way you don't have to read off a script as you're going through it. Or you can use this recording of, uh, of me taking you through it. So, step one. Choose a transformative goal whether conceived as a personal or psychological or magical goal. Next, choose a vivid and specific symbol to represent it, essentially an inner talisman. The image of the grail is recommended in this context, as our purpose here is primarily that of fashioning ourselves into a perfect vehicle for the divine. Alternative symbols would possibly include the Ankh, the Star of Babylon, the Unicrystal Hexagram, images from the Stele, and so on. Let your own imagination and personal symbol system guide you in this. Set aside one or more periods of meditation upon this symbol, while simultaneously visualizing the desired goal. You should include as much visual and emotional detail as possible so that the symbol becomes increasingly charged with the innate power and necessity, really, of the desired outcome. Feel yourself living the new reality pouring this intention into the symbol as you go through these meditations. Step two, you're going to set aside about 30 minutes where you can be uninterrupted. Uh, sit in your favorite asana. And we'll begin with some gentle rhythmic breathing. So from this point on, I've described some preliminaries, but from this point on, I'm going to actually try to take you through it in, in, a, uh, in the pacing that would be appropriate for this exercise. So... Um, what you may want to do is pause this now just long enough to choose a symbol to try out as we take you through this. Um, as I said before, further meditation sessions on the symbol will probably enrich it and uh, make it uh, possible to, to be more powerful for you. 
Um, but you can do this preliminarily just by pausing this, uh, recording now, and choosing a symbol and giving it a shot as we as we walk through it here. So, be seated or otherwise positioned in your favorite asana. Let go of any cares or concerns of the outer world. Remember, there's nowhere else you need to be, nothing else to do or think about right now. Begin gentle, rhythmic breathing. And under normal circumstances, you'd continue the breathing for five or ten minutes until you're very relaxed and still, both inwardly and outwardly. The next step, Yod. Visualize a star in the heavens, the brightest in the sky. See it become your own crown center. Intensify this visualization as you aspire to the highest and most exalted conception of divinity you can imagine. As you continue doing this, aspiring and throwing your, your aspiration uh, to the highest, the crown center glows brighter and brighter with white brilliance. You are linking yourself to the universal will, the primal fire, the yod of yod he vav he. He. See the light pour down a shaft from the crown, filling the throat center with a slightly less brilliant white. If you have established conscious relations with your HGA, use whatever formula the HGA has taught you to request aid in this endeavor. If you are not yet consciously in communication with your HGA, simply know that you are asking the angel for assistance and that this assistance will be provided. Vav. Now visualize the grail or other symbol at the heart center. See the white light descend from the throat center to the grail at the heart, infusing the heart center and the symbol itself with yellow-gold light. Now See this golden light-infused symbol descend to the genital center, where it changes to a lush violet. Conceive that it is locked in at this point in the subconscious. It should feel in, in some way like it clicks in and is locked into the, the subconscious mind in an effective way. And now, hey, final. Feel the symbol dissolve into golden white sparks of charged light, which in a single cycle of breath circulate throughout the body. Every cell is filled with the light as the whole process is locked in in Asiya, anchored at the physical level. 
now remain in stillness as you renew the vivid visualizations of this goal being achieved. Again, feel yourself vividly, intellectually, emotionally, viscerally, living the accomplished goal. And when you're ready, bring yourself back to normal awareness. Now, as usual, you're going to want to record the results in your magical diary. And uh, I suggest repeating this exercise with the same goal multiple times uh, to intensify the effect, at least maybe once per week for several weeks. Certainly, you could do it more frequently than that. Um, so it's my hope that... Uh, the discussion today and the exercise will be useful for you, not only as a way of, uh, you know, sort of as a, as a theoretical template for understanding the process of initiation in life and in ritual in light of Tetragrammaton, but also with this exercise, uh, uh, a way of uh, using these principles in a, in a smaller way, in a targeted way in your day-to-day -day life to, to do a ritual of sorts in achieving any particular magical goal through through visualization. As always, thanks very much for listening. Uh, and please do send me your questions, comments, uh, suggestions for other uh, segments uh, to david at livingthelema.com. Also, um, you can visit the resources page and my bio page at livingthelema.com. And, of course... Um, information about how to purchase the book if you'd like to supplement your listening with uh, something in printed form um, with a lot of additional material as well. So thanks for listening. Love is the law. Love under will.